Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Early church versus today's church. A friend and reader sent me an article that weighed the modern church of today against the early church, and he asked me to comment on it. The writer of this article had built his theory on four basic tenets, how we view other Christians, how to spend the church's money, supporting military operations, and Bible study. How we view other Christians. The writer viewed this as a major contrast, indicating that the modern church considers the nuclear family consisting only of our relatives as part of our family. He stated that the early church treated every Christian who showed up as family. Hmm. I've been in more than one church that treats all Christians as families and have been treated like a pariah at others. The early church was never perfect and had a tremendous amount of prejudice, especially towards Gentiles who came to believe. Like the modern church, some were better at meeting the lofty expectations of a perfect God than others. Paul writes of many churches that demonstrated their love of other Christians in a stellar manner. I imagine if he visited some churches today, he would feel likewise and would be just as angry at those who failed the love test as he was back in those days. How churches spend their money, and the writer, in my view, essentially made a case which he states is biblical, for giving most of the church's money to the poor and tried to make it appear as his view was entirely scriptural. He lamented that the modern church doesn't spend enough on the poor and too much on salaries and lavish buildings. While that might be true in many, if not most cases, a great deal is in the Bible about the necessity of paying salaries for ministers and others who work full-time in the ministry. Some churches today go way overboard and give themselves lavish salaries, private jets, and mansions, which I condemn with every ounce of my fiber. But if they work full-time for Christ, they must eat, and so must their families. As for the building, one also need look at the tabernacle developed under the exacting specifications given by God under Moses' leadership. A place of worship should be appropriate for God, recognizing that not all temples were like the one in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. In fact, that is nothing wrong. 
There is nothing wrong with meeting in homes like the early church did when being persecuted. The temple built by Solomon and conceived by David can be viewed as an example that those beautiful temples have their place too. I certainly believe in helping the poor, but take it from me after founding the Jesus Alliance with the goal of being part of fulfilling the Great Commission takes money too, lots of money. Giving away Bibles by the millions takes money. Jesus emphasized that we should go into every nation and preach the word. This was placed at the end of every gospel, which to me means it is important. It does take funding to conduct soul-saving ministry, though. I do believe that too many pastors spend money on things not germane to spreading the gospel, nor will they help the poor, and that is a shame. I don't think we should throw out the baby with the bathwater, though. Bottom line, I disagree with allocating the money strictly to the poor. What does it matter if they gain every material thing in the world and are well-fed if they lose their souls and go to hell? A balance must be found But saving lost souls takes precedence every time, to my way of thinking. Military power. I find the most error in his analysis of military power in the article. We are told in the Bible, Nehemiah, for example, to work with one hand and keep a sword in another. There are many verses about defending the home, cities, and the nation. I don't believe God wants us to live under atheistic communist rule, and if they are given an inch, they will take a mile. Hitler proved that. Our military must remain strong, and we must be prepared to fight to keep our land free, especially free to worship. The writer seemed like a pacifist and would be working as a slave for China or in a gulag in Russia if we adhered to his theories, in my opinion. Bible study. Bible study is vital to everyone, and I agree with the writer said in that regard. The Bible clearly tells us that faith is derived from hearing the Word of God. We can read it, listen to a minister or those in a small group setting, or read the Bible and commentary on the Internet. But we must hear the Word of God to develop strong faith. Many churches deviate from Scripture, and God predicted this in the Bible. I say read it independently and discern for yourself if the church you are in is preaching the gospel or some sort of human logic based on culture. Those are my takeaways. Overall, he made some valid points, but unfortunately some glaring misrepresentations of what the Bible says about his subject matter. 
Bottom line for me is that I believe the early church to be not much different than the churches of today. Mainly, there were both good and bad churches after the church was first established, just like there are today. This is due mainly to being led by fleshly and sometimes narcissistic ministers intent on glorifying themselves instead of God. There is zero doubt that Satan is trying to infiltrate the church, just like he did when it first began. He used idolatry, sex, money, power, jealousy, and a myriad of other things in the early church to destroy it to destroy it just like he is doing today with perhaps even more urgency because he knows his days are surely numbered. Stay close to the Bible. I believe in every word written in the Bible, albeit much of it I do not understand even after 50 years of study. I've included a link to this article that I commented on today. It's in the written version if you're interested. I'd be interested in your thoughts. Ephesians 5, 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time, You were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.